Welcome everyone. I am so excited for this week's episode of Tank Talk because for two weeks in a row, I have a very special guest here with me. This is one I've been looking forward to for a long time. It's been planned for a long time. Uh, last week was awesome with Mark. This week we have my friend, Jay Wilson. Uh, not he is, Lisa. Not Lisa. Sorry. Uh, we don't have Lisa with us again. I know a lot of people are going to be upset with that, but they've got your beautiful face to look at while uh, it, she is absent. Uh, Lisa is at our daughter's home with our granddaughter who's still recovering from surgery. So she has a real good excuse for missing this one. Plus, I only have two microphones. So somebody would have to be out at that point anyway. But Jay is here. If you're not familiar with Jay, I'm not going to tell you about Jay. Instead, I'm going to have him tell you about himself. The most uncomfortable part. Um, <laughs> is this like a, like a Tinder profile or should it just be normal? You know, sell yourself. Sell myself. Well, <laughs> I started YouTube in 2011 and three quarters of you probably have never seen it, which is okay. Um, I've been in the aquarium industry since 2011, actually, if you think about it. And I came from the military. And man, I found myself on the front doorstep of an amazing opportunity. And here I am today working in the industry in a marketing, branding, and still selling role uh, for an Italian company that makes pumps. And that company's name is? CJ. We are here. We're going to talk a lot about CJ today. You don't have to be afraid. To I, don't say, want, I don't want it to be a commercial about CJ, though. I understand. But at the same time, you know, you're here on CJ's dime. So it's, you know, important that you speak about them. And I'm a <laughs> retailer for CJ. So it's important, you know, we get out, all that out. But you've worked for multiple big players in the industry. Um, you started your, your first job in the industry was with Universal Rocks, correct? If you don't count my business that I had before then. Which is also a connection to me because <laughs> he used to be the, you know, you were like the first retailer, I guess. I believe uh, I was the first U.S. retailer. Actually, I think I was the first retailer outside of Canada, if I don't, if I recall correctly. We are talking about North Finn Fish Foods. Uh, I am a humongous fan of North Finn. I sell North Finn on my website. You can see, I think you can see some North Finn containers of food behind me. Huge fan of it. I would not know your North Finn existed had it not been for you. So that's awesome. You, you had North Finn, you were selling that you were doing well with that. And then you went to another brand that we can see all of the brands that you've worked for are right here within <laughs> distance of us. Uh, Universal rocks. Yes. Which made that amazing piece that I get so many comments on behind, that's sitting behind you right that's now. That's TS-008, I believe. So <laughs> they can, which stands for Tree Stump 008. Okay. Yeah. Universal Rocks is a, is a company I've been familiar with for a long time. I've had a lot of their products. Huge fan of that company. Uh, that Tree Stump is the only one I'm currently using, but, uh, but I love all their products. I've had a lot of their backgrounds. Um, and, and again, when I was working a lot with them, you were working with them. So it was a beautiful thing. Then I still have this from last week's video sitting here. You went to work for 
the big company, Fritz. Fritz Industries, yep. And now you're with CJ. So you've, you've had a nice little tour of the industry. You know quite a bit about the industry. He knows a lot more than you would think. <laughs> We've been talking all day about this stuff. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're a man of many experiences and, yes. uh, and, and you can share quite a bit about the industry. I think we're going to talk a lot about the industry, but uh, we have no plan today. Uh, I hate to describe it this way because I think it's an insult to Joe Rogan, but just going to go at it kind of Joe Rogan style and just talk and, and see what happens, see where the conversation goes. And believe me when I tell you, when you're sitting here with this guy, <laughs> conversation can go a lot of different ways. Uh, yeah, okay, it could. <laughs> um, I had said before we started that I, I probably wouldn't want to talk about this, but then you've kind of convinced me. I do think it has uh, a, you know, an impact on our personal story. Um, things were not always peachy i didn't hate you. you well i know i hated you so bad i hated you no uh jay and i's relationship started out great and then uh and then and then it didn't for a little bit um you did a really good job before we started recording of explaining so why don't you do that again <laughs> and explain the circumstances around it uh and let me just say, before he says anything, we were never at each other's throats. There no. was never any any kind of craziness like that. But, you know, you can do a better job explaining what went down between us. <laughs> that's the cool part. There really wasn't anything. It was manufactured. And I think that's the that's the tough part in anything we do. Like me getting information about you, you getting information about me, but you and I never actually communicating about that mm -hmm. information is a disservice to us, right. to ourselves. Yep. And um, at the end of the day, it was, it was manufactured. And when you pull that piece out, we could have easily, easily communicated with each other. Yep. And we didn't. And right. that's... Uh, that's a failure on my part and your part. But I mean, we look at it now and it's, uh, it's hard to believe it even happened. Yeah. Because we're close friends now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I can't, I don't even remember that that was ever even really a thing, but yeah, it's, it's laughable. It is. And it's because like you said, it's, uh, it's people trying to turn other people against each yeah. other. And maybe it's malicious. And sometimes it may not be malicious, but at the end of the day, if, if you're going to be a good human being, as uncomfortable as it's going to be, I should have reached out to you. You should have reached out to me. And so it's not like it was just me or just you. It was both of us. Um, but when you get, you add a third party, that's, yep. it's a tough thing. And, and when that third party has ill intentions, um, things can get ugly real fast. But, you know, it was one of those things where we were never going back and forth like screw you and all this it was more like dude i was just training in my garage Tra oh were you ready for the heavy <laughs> heavyweight bout that was going to happen no i mean it was just one of those things where we just didn't talk yeah. and you know i i've i don't think i've ever talked to you about this uh you did send me a long email kind of explaining yourself and that was i think in 20 
15 or something. And did I? I yeah. Um, <laughs> I got that email. I was on my way. I was leaving for vacation. Oh, okay, and it was like good. 4 a.m. And I'm in the car riding with my sister and brother-in-law and Lisa. We were going down to the Florida Keys. And I, so I'm like really groggy. I'm not a morning person, especially when it's 4 a.m. And I'm reading this email and I'm just like I'm not understanding it. And I'm confused. And uh, it was the worst possible time to get that email from you. But that kind of started. What was it the, about? I mean, I'm not going to. Was it a fish? No, it was an email where you were basically explaining what's been why there has been a lack of communication oh, between us. Okay, okay, it was okay. basically almost like the reaching out to mend the fences kind of thing. And, and grammatically incorrect, no punctuation, absolutely heinous. Um, I've changed a lot since then. You know, <laughs> the, the beautiful thing about email is I could probably find it, but I'm not going to because there's no reason to. Uh, because we're good. And I consider you one of my good friends in the industry. Uh, you're at my home. Yeah. And no, that's I, tell and you I, that's, it's actually <laughs> kind of like, um, it sounds cheesy, but like when somebody, especially cause you're doing YouTube and you have your business and you know, you have, you have quite a bit, you got a big following. So for me, it's like you providing your address for me to come and hang out and give me a tour of your property, show me your house. That's intimate. Number one. And two, anybody should be, this, this is going to sound so weird how I say it, but you should be, it's fragile. Like you're in somebody's private space. Like I'm honored in a, in a way that I'm allowed to come here. And then at the same time, it's exciting because I get to see what you and Lisa do day to day and how things are. So I do appreciate it. Well, there's only a select few that I would give the permission to come to this place. So. Um, and, and obviously you're one of them and I'm not going to go through the list of who those people are Dang. because then I'd get <laughs> in big, big trouble. But, uh, but yeah, you know, the, the, the relationships didn't start out the best, but when I came back into, uh, starting my website back up again in 2020, you were, you had already gotten your position at CJ. Um, pretty March. Yep. Yep. And, uh, that was 2020. You started then talking to me about the shark pros, which weren't released until like midway through 2022. Look, man, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so now when Jay calls me and he says, Hey, there's this great new product coming. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to get excited. I never give you a date though. I say it's coming. There's a lot of things that are coming. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I, we can't talk about them all because they are top secret things, but, yeah. or, or can we, I mean, is there anything CJ's got going on right now that you want to talk about that uh, maybe, you know, could break a little news here or something maybe. So yes and no. <laughs> um, we are launching another product new first of its kind. Uh, it's globally patented. CJ has made something similar to this product before. So that's a, that's a big Easter egg. Um, folks can go back and look, but what I can tell you is I manufacturing a product is not easy, especially when you're trying to go through all the right things. And uh, it's weird. You're like, Hey, I'm going to bring this beautiful jar, this Mason jar to market. And then you're like, but it's not just for Jay in Oklahoma. It's for a global market. 
So there is restrictions and certifications, and then you're going to go on top of that and get, you know, a patent that's globally protected. Meanwhile, you're still doing all of the other things that you're doing. And so this product means a lot, not only to CJ, but it means a lot to myself, Steve, the rest of the team in the US, because this is a very important release of a product for us, especially in the aquarium industry, with it being first of its kind, with it being really cool, like the way it does what it does. It's exciting. Um, and when you're doing that, I think everybody for, I mean, I do, cause I never like, I don't look at my MacBook and go, man, I wonder how much R and D went into this or <laughs> time went into figure out just to bevel the edges or whatever the case is. Right. And then you start listening to all the things that have to go into releasing a product. And then you're like, what if nobody likes it? <laughs> that's, like there's a lot that goes into it. So I'm excited. It, it will be in the market in North America for purchase. I know before Black Friday, it'll, it'll be sooner. But if I say that, then I'll look better because I know it's coming out. I understand. Um, and also the things that we do are done in Italy. So if you know Italians, you think of Italy, most people will think of food, beautiful Amalfi Coast, exotic sports cars. Um, that's a big thing. They don't pump out Lambos. They don't pump out Ferraris. You know, right. they, none of those major Italian brands pump out a ton of stuff. And it's not because they can't. It's just that's not the way they do things. And I've learned to accept that, that it will come. And they just want to make sure for them it's right. And ultimately, that means that by the time it gets to market, we've pretty much went over everything that we could possibly go over. And you've also sent one to John and KG Tropicals to, so he can test it out to make sure it's okay too. Yes, yeah. that is correct. <laughs> we did. Nobody got them actually yet. Are we, are we talking about the product that you've talked to me about in the past or is this something I don't even know about? No, this is uh, talked to you in the past. Um, you asked my input. No, like, like no, 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 no. It's so, not that one. No, 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 no. So that, those two, because we talked about two, um, those won't be released. I'm hoping one by the end of this year, but the, another one won't be released till next year. Um, we need those. We do. And it's, it's because we, we have the ability and we just don't, we haven't put anything out in that, in that market to be that way. Right. But what I'm talking about now is it's hard for me to dance around this because this is a very important release. And so I don't want to get, well, and I much. don't want you to get yourself in trouble. Oh, no, I'll get, I probably get in a lot of trouble because I'm sure Steve will watch this. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, and so listen, be careful. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that every store that I went into, They'll ask, you know, they'll say, hey, can you make aquariums? Can you make lights? Can you make this? Yeah, well, you can make anything. I mean, really, you can. But at the end of the day, you want to stay true to what you're good at, right? And if you do too many things, it ends up breaking down what you're really good at. So we kept hearing the same thing over and over and over again. And it started in the saltwater side. 
And then it started bleeding over into the freshwater side. So then I started proactively asking folks like, is there, is there a need for this? And they're like, yeah, there is, but it has to be like, what's, what's everybody say? If I'm going to bring this Mason jar, it has to be quality, right? That was the number one thing, not price, right? Not price. It was quality. So now the, the paradigm has shifted. It's no longer about price, but we're not just talking about the United States. So now you have to talk about global. So energy consumption, right? Is there a way we can make this more energy efficient, which typically it's probably not as energy efficient. We figured but that out. CJ is known for energy efficiency. Correct. Though. So man, when I, when I got the spec sheet, then the samples and then the, the pricing, it's, there's a five-year warranty, industry first. It's globally patented technology, industry first. It has features on it that I've never seen before. So I will say, I believe that they're industry first and I'm talking about the aquarium industry. Um, and the hoops you have to jump through to make sure that this thing is certified globally in all these different countries is, uh, is pretty wild. So I am excited. The price is very affordable. The warranty is five years. It's made by us. And I mean, I'm excited. I am very excited. Well, that's good. We need to cut that off because I don't want you to get yourself in trouble. <laughs> Meaning, I don't mean edit it out. I mean, uh, yeah, no, you know, I get it. I need to stop you. It there is because I'm trying to get closer and closer. Yeah. I don't want you to cross over a line. Of course, through the magic of editing, I could take that out, but, but we don't need to do that. There, okay. CJ is a company that I, I would love to say that uh, through the efforts from you and from maybe a little bit from me and Steve and, and the whole team there in the, in the United States working with CJ, it's a brand that has really elevated in the last couple of years. Uh, it's a brand that there's still people to this day on YouTube that don't know how to say the name properly. And that's how, you know, new, not a new company, but that's how new the rise of CJ is. But I, I'd like to go back. I didn't ask you this before we started recording. Tell me a little bit about CJ, the company. And uh, that way, because CJ for the longest time was that company that made really good pumps. And now it's, you know, you've got the shark pros and the, and the, jollies and you've got a whole lot of stuff but what about the brand tell me about the brand of cj put your put your sales rep hat on for right now i don't think most sales reps know a lot of history of the companies that they work for to be honest with you uh but i guess that's where i don't like being a representative i want to be somebody that's able to provide whoever it is with the information that they need regardless for the company but before i do that I too said the name wrong. And as a matter of fact, in my final interview, which was with Italy, they had said, you have to be able to say the name properly. <laughs> and then talked about a video I did on the title, the Seachem title. And I just lost it. Cause I'm like, they went and that's old, that's an older video. And they went back and, <laughs> and saw it. 
and made the comment. And then I realized that there's a lot of people that still, even when they know it, they can't pronounce it, mm-hmm. which is fine. But so CJ in itself was created in 1973 by a guy named Paolo Petnon, who is still the founder and owner of CJ right now. Nice. Um, I was, I had the pleasure of having a pizza with him, which was really cool because pizza is my favorite. What's better than that? Me and me and you look, we <laughs> see things very similar because uh, pizza's good, man. I, I could eat pizza every day of the week. Yeah, it's and there it's different. It's so good. But either way, there is a cultural thing with Italy is it, especially in the area that Cice is in. And I'm probably still pronouncing it wrong, but it's um, Pozzolione. It's north of Venice. Uh, it backs I mean, just a little further north, and you get the Dolomite Mountains. It's absolutely beautiful. It's a lot of farmland, um, a lot of grappa, which is kind of like an Italian whiskey per se. Um, very good, very very good. But it's 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 anyways, it's good. So <laughs> in 1974, uh, CJ launched its first product, and then from there, CJ. It wasn't always an easy road either. Like everybody looks at a company that they'll go today and they'll be like, oh, look at how just they're up at the top over there. You have no idea like what a con- and I didn't. So to be able to sit down with a family owned company in 2023 in Italy, still producing all of those products in Italy, I'm able to ask these questions. So they got to a point where they they pioneered the synchronous resin pump. So when you pick up a synchro silent, there's a resin in the back of it. And the pump is synchronously, that's the way the motor works. So it synchronizes with the electricity that you plug into so that it, it's, it's versatile, which is why CJ was able to become CJ, I believe. I don't know that to be true, but that's what I believe to be true based on what I'm learning. And, but then the world now has access to all of it, right? Um, and they can copy it. Oh, they copy. Oh, guy, they copy. But, and I'm going to, I guess, assume, I'm not, I'm not even assuming something. I'm putting an a, a educated guess towards what had happened. I believe CJ was making their own products. And then there was a time period where China manufacturing started to happen. Now, I'm saying that's good or bad. But for a company like CJ at the time, it's not good. Right. So I believe CJ had to pivot in a way because, okay, now this country that is known for manufacturing mass productions of items is now basically in the same arena with you. And that's not usually a, a good thing for any company to look at. But then it looks as though CJ made a pivot towards OEM, starting to manufacture for other brands with a better relationship, better connection, set up for longevity, as opposed to just, hey, I need this pump made, can you make it this way? Okay, send me 10,000 of them. And then they break you know, relatively easy. So we have a ton of partnerships, OEM, that I can actually talk about. I mean, if you're holding a title filter. One of the best selling <laughs> items on our website, I just have to add. Uh, it's Seachem's. We have a partnership with Seachem. Uh, we make a lot of the stuff. So if you look at their saltwater stuff, their skimmers, their dosing pumps, that's what we do. Um, Red Sea is a big name in saltwater we do as well. Um, we've also done a lot with other freshwater companies, but I did notice, uh, and I'm not gonna, I don't wanna call shots, but I believe they took 
their blueprints and stuff overseas later. So you'll see similar products that we've been making for a very long time that are popping up, you know, in the last six, seven years. Uh, but CJ just kept staying the course. And um, CJ's been in North America for, I think, right around 10 or 11 years. But nobody really, nobody really knew. We're on, like, in the saltwater side, we're known in skimmers. And it was the same way of knowing it in freshwater and saltwater. But we make a lot of stuff. We make filtration devices. We make regular pumps. We make, quote, unquote, wave pumps or power heads or stream pumps, whatever you want to call them. Multiple different sizes for nano, pico stuff for betas, axolotls, little things and big things. And uh, we're known for quality. We're known for being more affordable when you're getting that quality and warranty. Um, and the last thing I'll say about the company's history is just recently I was in the car because Paolo Petanon, as you probably could assume, is, is aging. They, Italy hasn't figured out how to not age, right? <laughs> so uh, most of that culture in that area, I believe they write it into their plan that their kids are going to take over that company. Paolo has four daughters and all four daughters have an active role in the company at high level on the board. And all of them do a phenomenal job at what they do. And I'm not just saying that because I work for the company, like truly they do. I, I had the fortune of meeting one of them. Laura, she's yep. simply phenomenal, man. Yep. She was awesome. Yeah. And the, 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 it's not funny, but the biggest thing that I would say about her, whenever I, like I met the CEO of Tropica and he fit exactly what I expected, like this big time, super, super nice guy. He looked like a CEO. Like you, you look at him and you're like, that guy's a big timer. Like he's, a, he's an executive somewhere. You can tell just the way he carries himself. And it, but when I met Laura, she looked, you would never know that she is one of the owners of a giant company like CJ. And never flies first class. No one in the company does. <laughs> and I get, the reason why I brought that up is because we went into a store and they said, how was your flight? And she said, great. They're like, how is that first class seat coming over? So I have no idea. <laughs> so that it speaks volumes. So when I went over there for the first time and I had still have to hit that last point of what I was going to say, but. Oh, sorry. No, this is when I went over there, like I'm stoked. It's first time I get to go to Venice. Uh, first time seeing CJ, I'm like, Ooh, these cars, man, these cars. <laughs> Cause we're only two hours away from Modena, which is where Ferrari, Maserati, oh, like boy. this is Lamborghini is not 15 minutes. Like I'm excited, dude, dude, <laughs> no, none of those cars are present. None of them. Wow. As a matter of fact, the closest I can get to that. What's up friend. <laughs> the closest I can get to that was. One of our engineers worked for Bugatti. Um, that's the only tie-in. Other than that, it was everybody had normal cars, like no exotic cars. So it, it speaks volumes of a family company. But the point I was trying to make is I was with um, one of the owners of the company and we were just talking about the history. And I said, you know, it's amazing how you've been able to get where you're at. And I'm going to do the worst Italian accent. But uh -oh. she said, it's not always easy, Jay. And I went, oh, okay. That actually sounded very good. Well Thank done. Thank you. And I went, well, what wasn't easy? She said, Jay, this is, um, things happen, Jay. And it's, we are a family-owned company, Jay. Baby kitty, come no, on. No, the kitty's great. Get over here. Get over here. <laughs> um, 
what she said following that, if I wasn't in charge of driving the car, I would have been like trying to copy this verbiage down. She said, what makes CJ different than any other company in what we do is that we're still family owned and we're willing to sacrifice as a family to put the company where it needs to be for everyone involved. Wow. Dude. And I'm like, can I quote that? And she's like, no. <laughs> so on. she just messed up. Oh, the camera. no, she didn't. Mine's still working. There's yours. Okay. Now we can continue. Baby Kitty came up and disconnected Jay's camera. She loves me. Yeah. She was saving funny. me. <laughs> so you were driving. You wanted the quote. And, and then she said what? No. <laughs> She's like, no, you can't like put this out like crazy publicly because they're very conservative in the way they think. Like they, they're not. When we buy that battalion, whatever it is, or we buy that, we're, we're proud to show it. I don't want to say everybody, but that's just like a thought, right? Like, ha look at me. I'm so cool. Mm -hmm. That's not them. Not at all. As a matter of fact, the social media, the presence, the growth, they're very grateful for. But we're also all figuring out how to do it in a way that is comfortable for them. Because it's not like, get it out there. Get it out there. They don't want to retract anything. I mean, I don't either. So right. it's... The company has a rich history, uh, one that's given birth to other companies that um, have tried and potentially not have succeeded and may have, you know, tried and come back multiple times. So it, it's not just CJ itself. It's given birth to a lot of different things. It's also helped a lot of other companies grow by manufacturing products. It's cool. And the family's great. So. I have this fantasy of someday possibly getting over there to see that. I, I would love that so much. And I would love to eat pizza in Italy. I don't know. This guy. What? I'm just saying I would love to get over there someday. And, uh, and I, I would love to go over there and eat pizza in Italy and see a Ferrari and a Lamborghini and a Bugatti and a Maserati in Italy. I've seen these cars, many of them. I, but... I, as a matter of fact, I saw, oh, no, it was a McLaren. McLaren's British, isn't it? Who makes a McLaren? McLaren? Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, there was a McLaren in I'm town. pretty sure it's British, though. Um, yeah, I, whatever. But It's like Aston Martin. Yeah. Um, to, I don't, there's, it would be something about seeing a Lambo in Italy. I don't know why. No, dude, it's absolutely thing. true. We were going to dinner one night, and we were in a town called Cittadella. And if anybody wants to look up Cittadella. If I was ever to leave the United States, I would move to this place because <laughs> it is still surrounded by a castle wall mm. that they redid. And there's this entrance to it that I, there's no way two cars get through. But either way, we're going to dinner and we're sitting outside and we turn the corner. And for anybody that's a car person, there was a Lamborghini Urus in this really cool matte blue parked on the side of the road and it just was, it was different. It hit different. <laughs> it really did. Um, I'm a little bit older than you. Uh, okay, I'll do you a favor. I'm significantly older than you. Old enough to be my dad. But yeah, it's true. <laughs> but uh, it was the Countach for me. It, it, the did you see the new one? Uh, of course I did. Okay. Are you kidding me? Who are you, who are you talking to? All right. Uh, All right. 
The Countach was the one that was on the wall in my bedroom. White. White, of course white. <laughs> yeah. Along with the Miami Vice Ferrari Testarossa wife. I'm somebody that believes that might be the most beautiful automobile that's ever been made is the Testarossa classics. I mean, the new stuff, the Aventador and the, and the new Ferraris, the La Ferraris and stuff like that. Those are beautiful automobiles, but the Testarossa and the Countach two vehicles I'll never own, but I sure <laughs> would love to see them uh, actually in Italy probably be difficult to see either one of those in in italy but and then if you go to the museum well that i'd be fine with that (laughs) and then i would love to eat pizza in naples yeah so naples is far away from where we're at but the pizza that i had in uh just outside of pozza leone dude sounds good to me dude Sounds like a wise guy's last name. That's Tony Post de Leon over there. You see, you know? that's like a Sicilian New York thing. Like, hey, guy, you want to gabagool, huh? <laughs> Forget about hey, it. Hey, <laughs> this is a freaking podcast, guy. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's not them. Uh, yeah, I know. They're not, not as flamboyant as they may appear to be in the movies. But, but no, I, I really would love to go over there someday. And, you know, maybe someday I can be important. And uh, Maybe someday will- you'll have information on it, according to my boss. Okay, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve, he did text and say he should have news on that soon. Nice, cool. Um, so anyway, uh, and, and I'm glad you brought up the Seachem title because that is a, a big, big seller on our website. The hype has died down a little bit on it. We were selling so many of those. The hype is not died down. I don't think it's hype. Well, I don't mean it that way. I don't mean like the velocity. It's the I will argue until CJ releases their own, if that would ever happen, I would argue it's the best hang on back filter that's ever been created is the Seachem title. And I, and I think because I'm so adamant about that, we sold a ton of them. And when I say the hype, I mean like we're not selling as many. Well, of that's course what I meant. <laughs> you've only but, can only sell so many. Right. And then I, that's another thing. Like, you you sold a lot is what you're saying it is a great filter but that's also a problem is because it is a good filter and they're not going to go out they're not perfect nothing's perfect things things will go down but um that's that's another that's another part of it like how many titles does one need well and and the other thing is you know we were talking about another brand and another product from that brand earlier today and we were saying like i wonder if they're ever gonna come out with a new model of that and it's like this product is over 10 years old and still the best selling in its class it's changed a little bit over those yeah they've done a couple of minor upgrades to it but that i didn't like well (laughs) Uh, as a hobbyist we're we're not going to argue about that but you know, why fix something that ain't broke? Correct. Why why create a new model when the first one is still selling so well? This is not like Apple iPhones and, and Samsung Galaxy Notes that they're going to redo every single year. Why do that? If it's still working and still selling really well, then why change it? So, uh, but I don't even know why I'm talking about that. That <laughs> The Seachem title is manufactured <laughs> by CJ. That's not an industry secret. It's right there on the box. Um, so that's got to tell you that one of the biggest brands in our industry trusts the craftsmanship of that manufacturer 
And, uh, you know, that's that's got to tell you right there that CJ is the real deal. I'm not trying to sell the brand CJ to anybody because everybody knows that they're a great brand. Um, the Sharks are... Not everybody knows. That's my job. Well, and yeah. if everybody knew, I would not be... You wouldn't be. have a job. That's true. <laughs> Uh, the shark pros and the in the shark the original the ADV mm -hmm. is another one that w w what an amazing product it is. I've got nine of them running right now. Do you know how long the ADV had been out before the U.S. saw it in terms of like exposure? I didn't want to toot your horn, so I just did. I left that part out. No, you toot my horn all you want. I know. I, 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 I know. love when people toot my horn, and I didn't mean for that to sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, me once again, I make things weird. No, it, it's a good weird. I, when you and I talked, my job at the time was to get products in the hands of people that can sell them. Yeah, absolutely. Brick and mortar stores, folks like you, like that's, and we've had a relationship before, but there's one thing about me that I don't care what anybody says. I know me better than anybody else. I would hope so. I am not ever going to talk. And maybe you can attest to this. I am not ever going to talk to you about a product that wouldn't make sense for you. There's no way I can just sell you something to sell you. I could do that, but I just can't consciously be okay with it. Right. So when I, you know, it was, it was talked about before, like, you know, let's give it a shot. This product really hadn't had a huge presence in the U S it had been out eight years, seven years already. What? Yes. Wow. And, uh, it did really well. Uh, but I saw the, the potential and maybe not as much as what it had happened, but I saw that there was potential by someone like you actually using that product. And because we're in the same circle and, you know, doing YouTube and seeing those things and understanding what people potentially want or need, there was a huge void for that because outside of that, it's just the crappy. Do you sell sponge filters on your website? I do. Yeah. But that's okay. They're ugly. Crappy sponge filter <laughs> unless, yeah, it, it makes sense. The sponge filter makes sense in a lot of applications. I just loathe it. It's ugly. It's loud. And the ADV fit into that spectrum to help beautify your aquarium again. And it worked. Mm -hmm. You did a phenomenal job. It actually, like, you liked it. Like, I remember you calling and being like, this is, this is really cool. And then yep. it was like, but then for the first time, we got feedback that we needed. And then the Shark Pro was born. But I have, to, I have to give credit where credit's due, though. Because you're right. You just told the story exactly right. But I had not been exposed to that product until I saw Jimmy Gimbel do a video about it. That son of a gun, dude. That was never planned. <laughs> it was not. And I will tell you right now, like I tell Jimmy, I think I have the, it saved on my phone. Because I don't care what anybody's Jimmy, like I've known Jimmy like a long time mm -hmm. and um, he's as good as it gets. He's the best. He's he is the best in our industry at what he does. hundred percent. And I remember I don't even know how he got it because I don't <laughs> even know the guy in the video. 
Yeah, I think he said something about a guy at a, at his local store or something uh, sold it to him or something like Dude, that. I don't know. He did this video and sent it to me, and I just about fell off my chair. Mm-hmm. Lost my mind. It was really cool. It was the sound, the way. It was just Jimmy. It was Jimmy did this cool thing. Jimmy is uh, an artist as much as he is anything else. And so when you watch his videos, they're just at a different level than something you or I could do. You're very good at what you do. Yeah, nah. But it's not Jimmy. He's a master. And Jimmy, Fritz is very lucky to have gotten him. Dude, (laughs) yes. He is is world-class and- uh, That's a good word, world. He is world-class. I saw his video on it and I was like, wow, that's kind of wild. It looks cool. It is a great alternative to sponge filters, and I've, I've always sold them that way. I've always, yeah. you remember my uh, Shark Pro video? The first thing I said is, sponge filters are ugly. Yeah, they and are. you know, if you want an alternative to that, I do not detest sponge filters as much as you do. I, <laughs> we use them. We I've had them. I've used them before. Yeah, we have a lot of them in, in operation. I'm looking at two of them right now. I mean, we use sponge filters in here. I'm a believer. Um, but if I had the choice between the two, I'm going to take the, yeah. the the Shark Pro before that, just because of the uh, the versatility of it. I mean, the things that I can do with it that you just can't do with a sponge filter, and uh, and you know it does take away the the ugly factor of the sponge filter. You always have to have that space on the substrate of your aquarium taken up by yep. this big ugly sponge. So, um, and you know that was a product when I used it. I immediately believed in it. I saw Jimmy's video. I think I ordered one from the devil. I think I'm, or did you send me some? I, so I didn't even know that that's where the first place you saw it. Yeah. I've, I want to say I ordered one from the devil's website because I saw Jimmy's video on it and I tried it out. And then I reached out to you to inquire about it. Or I reached out to you. You sent them to me and then I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Either way you got it. I, I was exposed to it from Jimmy Gimble, who I still want to call Jimmy Neutron. I so st- do I. I I don't know why. Yeah, and that's not his name either. No, <laughs> which it's is not. Great. But that was his channel name yeah. for a little while. But uh, but yeah. So credit has to go to Jimmy for because, uh, I mean, that filter paid my rent a lot of times, and uh, yeah. So I you know I would have never seen it had it not been for Jimmy. So thanks, Jimmy, for uh, paying my bills <laughs> there thanks, for a little Jimmy. while. Thanks, <laughs> Jimmy. But uh, the Shark Pro, I want to say when I first opened my website back up again in July of 2020, that is when you started telling (laughs) me about the Shark Pro. Like, oh, they're redoing it. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. And uh, and it took two years. You're being a jerk right now to me. Well, I'm just telling the truth is what I'm doing. Like, this isn't even a comfy chair to attack me on. These chairs are terrible. <laughs> I bought these chairs for like $8 a piece at Walmart. They are the most embarrassing chairs. But uh, No, they're functional. We I just wanted to knock you off your attack. Don't lean back too far in them because you I might won't. end up on the floor. <laughs> but, no, that's, that's a tough thing, man. Like... <sighs> It's a, it's a dance, right? Like there's a product you're working on it. And then you want to find out if, and it's not asked of you. I just wanted to find out if the product was going to be cool and to talk about it a little bit. And then it's like real life stuff happens for a business, for a manufacturing business that 
doesn't just do this for oneself. And what most people don't realize is Italy takes two weeks off, not CJ. Italy takes two weeks off right now to chill. It's like a, a vacation, but this is the problem. Then they come back to stuff that wasn't done and it's a tough gig to get back into, right? So um, they do that in the middle of summer. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, good for them. Yep. Um, but and it's like the whole country of Italy, not just pretty CJ. Sure. No, no, it's not. I know it's not just CJ, but we still keep certain roles active um, globally just because you have to. Right. But people, don't, you know, you know, you don't think of that. So then like other things happen. Supply chain things happen. You know, we we looked at I mean, for instance, we looked at the ADV. It's phenomenal. But magnets went up like 40 percent, man. Mm-hmm. So do you do magnets all the way through an item when the number one thing people complained about from the ADV in the U.S. Suction cups was the suction cups. Yep. Dude, you can you can source the grandos of all the suction cups, man. <laughs> and what's going to happen? They're going to fail after about six months. That's just the way it is, right? Yep. So that's where the magnetic mounting system came from. But if you're going to do, I hope that sounded like whatever that was. That was really weird. It was. You might want to go to the doctor. No, maybe I will. So to get to that point, you have to look at the rest of a product, right? And then I think the ADV was ahead of its time with its shape. But again, it doesn't, when you look at it, it's awesome. Right. But functionally, it may seem better because you're putting it into the corner of an aquarium or whatever it was, but you're not, you're, you're getting less usable space when you do that. So when we looked at the Shark Pro, that boxy design, you could scape around it, you could put plants around it, you could tuck it in a corner. It now takes the place of an overflow box and it could be laid in horizontally. So we looked at versatility of it and growing it. We wanted it to be um, more efficient, more powerful, more features, more warranty, but not that much more of a price, right? That's, that's a big, that's a huge thing. Yeah. It's a huge thing. So we feel we did the best job we could. I could tell you that I've used, and I still have right now using Shark Pros. I use the Shark ADV. I find the Shark Pro more efficient at what it does. Uh, not taking away what the Shark ADV does, but um, I also like the built-in spray bar, so I don't have extra pieces. I use the Shark Pros, showed them to you today. Yeah, you're not lying. In all of our planted tanks for the the plants that we sell. Except one, let's be honest, except for one tank, you don't have it in there. Um, It's in there, it's just not being used because I was testing a hang on back filter. Is that the one you're talking about? It's garbage, but yeah. Yeah. I might be selling that on my website. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> it's not a CJ product, so of course it's There was garbage. a hang on the back there? Yeah. I was just kidding. I didn't. One of the tanks has a um, Penguin Pro on it. Hmm. And it's a great product. I'm not going to say it's not great. <laughs> but what I do with those, and this is not the way that most people would, would do this. Uh, first of all, let me just say this. I put the wrong ones in there. They're 50-gallon low-boy, the Zoomed low-boy tanks. And originally, when I first came to you about this, I had said I was only going to put like four inches of water in the tank Mm because I was going to keep the the plants immersed. That didn't work out because 
the bugs were getting to them. So I had to submerge it. But since there was only going to be that much water in there, my idea was I'm going to use the Shark Pro 500s, turn them on their side, and they'll fit perfectly in there. And they did. But then when we ended up having to fill it all the way up, I just kept the 500s in there. <laughs> Doesn't so it's, work, yeah. it's not, they're still working, but, and they still work very well. But I probably should have 900s in there, at least 700s, but... Uh, I do have a 901, and it's the cleanest tank out of all of them. And That's, I'm telling you facts here. I'm not not making excuses, but or not just. Yeah, I remember when you told me you were going to do that, and how long it took for you to do that. So, well, it's because I had to move into a new house. So, Wah. quit trying to get one back on me. <laughs> but uh, what I do with those is what what most people probably wouldn't do, which is I clean them out in the tank. Yeah. And the reason why I do that is because when I do water changes in those tanks, I drain them 100%. And so when I, I take the Shark Pro apart, I pull the sponges out, and I just squeeze them into the water right there. Yeah. I take all the plants out, and then I just squeeze it into the water. The water turns completely brown and gross, and then I use an Ultra Zero to suck it all out of there, <laughs> and everybody wins. Um, but I, I do like that. I, I do think the Shark Pro is easier to access these sponges and all that yeah. than the ADV. But the funny thing about the ADVs, I, I don't have any anymore, rightfully so, but I could still sell them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I still had them on my inventory, people would be buying them because every time I have gotten them, none of my distributors have them. But every time I have, like, Carolina Aquatics has, like, six of them. I buy six of them. They sell in, like, a week still, even though the Shark Pro is out there. And it's not like the Shark Pro is three times as much money. It's only a couple dollars more, Yep. but people will still buy the ADVs. So that's got to tell you right there. And the pro has a five-year warranty. Well, you ain't got to sell it to me. I'm I not know, selling I know it. what it is. I want to know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's just a great product. Every, that's why I have them. That's why we sell them. Uh, I am somebody. Dude, I'm sorry. I just saw all your yellow labs like dart across and I thought for sure something bad was happening, but I don't, they're fine. No, it's probably one of those squirrel yeah. kind of things, you know. Um, I don't have them on my camera, unfortunately. I've got these two tanks on camera. Um, but, but anyway, I know it sounds cheesy, but when it comes to products that we carry on our website, we do have to have that belief in them. First of all, don't ever say that that part is cheesy because that is one of the reasons why I come to you with a lot of this stuff is because I know that you are actually going to use the product first before you get behind it. But you also know me. Yeah. Somebody who doesn't know me might be like, well, that's just a sales tactic. It's not true. I mean, I've got a space echo running in that tank right there. I've got sponge filters right there that we sell on the website. I've got a, two Seachem title filters right there. I've got shark pros in my planted tanks. I've got an Ultra Zero in that tank right behind you. The stuff that I sell, I use. Yeah. All of the food that I feed my fish, I sell. Except for the Tetra Jumbo Shrimp, because I don't sell that, But because we can't sell it online. But Or at least, isn't it? Yeah, only Amazon. Don't get that conversation started. <laughs> but uh, I sell what I believe in. And my confidence with Seachem products... No, it's true. Seachem. Seachem too. But with CJ products is if CJ makes it, I'm probably going to love it. And if something happens, CJ is going to take care of it. Well, and you know, I've got connections. So if something happens, I can call a guy and I can say, hey, 
So anybody buying from you that has problems immediately gets taken care of is what you're saying. Well, that is 100% true. I mean, I've had many occasions where I've had a situation and I've hit up Jay and been like, hey, and, and he takes care of it right away. It's a beautiful thing. Even the suction cups from the ADV way back in the day. Uh, he sent me a whole bag of them because I had people asking me, how can I get more suction cups? And how happy are they if I say, oh, I'll send you some. Yeah. Beautiful thing. We ain't got to worry about that anymore with the, um, with the Shark Pro, so that's cool. But I can't wait to see what comes out next. Uh, the Jollies, I am so happy with what you've done with the Jolly presets. You didn't do it, but you know what I'm saying. What CJ has done with the, uh, with the thermostat built in so that it doesn't cook people's fish. Uh, it was never. So, <laughs> let me be clear. The previous Jolly worked exactly the way it said I know it would it work on the box. Okay? I know it did. It is not a North American focused product. It was a very European product. That in mind, I also know habits of myself where I don't read on the box. Mm -hmm. And somebody takes that, puts it in an open tank, small. They buy more wattage than what they needed to. And it doesn't have a shutoff. It actually, right. it does, but it has to hit like a, a very high number. And so you can't tell somebody like, that's what it's, it said. It's going to keep heating. Right. And it will adjust itself not to shut off, but the temperature it gives based on water volume, ambient air temperature, all that jazz. But we realized that it one that product had been out for a long time and we really needed to scaled down what we thought people would read and just say, just needs to be set at one temperature. What's that temperature globally that works? And is it 77 or 78? 77. That's what I thought. Cause yeah. 77 globally is a great temperature, uh, which is 25 degrees Celsius, not just for freshwater, but also saltwater because uh, you know, unless you're living in like Alaska or Montana or something. Don't nobody want to live there. Hey, hey some people do. I mean, no, you don't know. Those people are crazy because they like the cold. <laughs> I don't like the cold. That's why I moved to North Carolina. <laughs> Touche. Touche. And it ain't like you living in the cold either where you live. I don't know if you make it public where you live, but it ain't cold there. You don't think so? <laughs> I, well, I didn't think so. What do I know? I've never been there. Never been invited. Uh, first of all, that was rude. But second, it was a fact. <laughs> second, um, Oklahoma gets frigid cold. We don't get snow. We get ice. So if it rains and it's, let's say it's 14 degrees Fahrenheit and the wind starts blowing at 15, 20 miles an hour, game over, man. It okay. sucks. So it does, it does get very cold. It also gets very hot. So... See, you taught me something there. So I didn't realize I live in a warmer climate than you do. Uh, I mean, consistently, here. consistently though you do. Yeah, it gets cold here, but it doesn't get like. I I never wore a coat last year, not once, just a hoodie. Yeah, it'll get it'll get bad, um, but it also gets very very hot. Like we were at like one fourteen, one twelve, so it does get very hot in the summer. But it's a, is it a dry heat or is it like humid? Because here it's humid and Lisa hates the humidity. Yeah, the humidity here is, I, I know it would be awful and I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. But I don't want to say it's desert dry, 
there is some humidity to it. It, it varies. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to stay right here because we just moved here. So that's yeah, probably uh, a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was rude saying I've never been invited to uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, because I had it, an open door policy. And I think I told you that like anytime you wanted to come, just let me know so that you can. But I've always just told everybody I don't have any reason to go to Oklahoma. Yeah, there Why you go. go. So there? you've been the rudest one. <laughs> God, uh, it's so fun to break your balls, though. That's what we do. Uh, we have fun with that. Now, let, let's switch gears and talk about because you have a really cool setup at your house and it would be not only to be able to have the the pleasure of hanging out with you and your beautiful wife and your adorable son um but you have a really cool fish room too thank you and you've done something that is let me just say this crazy can be if you haven't seen jay's fish room his fish room is white. <laughs> you're a ma- you're a madman. I, I, everybody does black, and there's a reason why everybody does black. You decided, nope, I'm going to go fish gallery style, and I'm going to make everything white. Please explain yourself. So, for me, I look at something like I've had black canopies, black stands. There's I know nothing, you have. I've seen them. Yeah, there. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. Uh, the the part for me was if I do Haps and Peacocks that black stand for me for some reason it absorbs some of that color that I'm supposed to be looking at in my head right so the walls were white I was moving so I sold everything and I started talking to custom aquariums and I went with the first white one and when I got it set up, oh, mama. It's a good look. It's now, it's artwork, right? You put color, colorful artwork on a wall. It always looks better on a white wall. I mean, sure. it, it does. Yep. And so I thought that that would be it. And it would brighten the room. It makes it feel brighter for me. So that's what I started with. That's what I'm finishing with. And it is, it can be difficult. If you're also not cleaning your stuff too. Which is why I don't have anything white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, it'll show up, but the, I don't know. I, I just really like the white and a lot, like you said, a lot of people weren't doing it and I got inspired actually at ADG aquarium design group in Houston. I've been invited there. I want to go so badly. Oh, so you just, you were invited. You just didn't go. Correct. Okay. Just, I was just invited. Just several, clarifying that. Jeff invited me there when we were in, where were we? Dallas. Dallas. I don't even remember. Dallas. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd love to try to see if we can coordinate something to go down there for the next Aquashella in Dallas. Even though, Dude, I, it's, I it's um, yeah, it's not, it's not a, it's, it's a gallery. Like it's, it's immaculate, but not everything they have is white. But when I walked in there, I was like, this is what I would, if I had a building that big, this is the way my aquarium room would be. So when we moved into the house, we picked this house specifically adding things so that we can have a fish room because we didn't want all the aquariums in the house. And it was because I wanted a separation of my enjoyment and work. Do you see where you are? You don't need to explain yeah, yourself I to mean, me. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. Yep. And everything's in one place, except for my saltwater tank. That one's in my office. But and that's I, also I do white. have the one tank in my bathroom. Yeah. 
that yeah jay didn't believe me i took him in there and showed him yeah it's in there it's still there <laughs> surprisingly less constipate no i'm just kidding oh. <laughs> <laughs> um no either way it was just it's refreshing when i go in there i guess that's the best way to put it like i go in there and i can focus on the animals i don't everything's white and the colors pop inside whatever it is i'm doing whether it's a paludarium vivarium or aquarium it is very i mean i consider myself to be the luckiest person on earth to have a space like this a completely separate building which which you do have it's a separate garage um and, and it is a blessing to be able to have this but it is a little gloomy you come in here and it's dark I painted the shelves on the walls black. The uh, the walls are a dark wood. Yeah. The ceiling is a dark wood. All of the stands are black. It's it's a it's gloomy, but but you do you have a lot of light in here though, which is good and natural light. Yeah, and I mean we chose for it to be this way. I do like the white look. It is dramatic. It is it pops. Um, there are zero windows except from the door. So I should say there's one window from the door that's on a breezeway. So I had to go light. If I would have went dark, hot mama. Yeah. I mean, it, it is really, really, it, it looks really good. Thank I, you. I commend your bravery <laughs> for doing that because I, I don't know if you were at the event. Um, in fact, I, I don't think you were. You were probably too busy putting the booth together. Friday night uh, in Dallas, they had an event at Fish Gallery. You've probably been there. I went to the one before that where I did the tortilla slapping with somebody. With John Johnson. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. That's what I. That's what I said. No, I would have said the same thing because he looks like Dave Batista. Uh, it, yeah, I can think of worse people to look at. Like, I mean, he looks just as, like as Dave Drax. Batista. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a problem that is. I must. It must be for him. I remember seeing that video of you and Josh smacking each other with tortillas. That was. You had mouths full of water or something. Yeah, it was some some social media thing. Goofballs. But I went there. Uh, this this last Aquashella. And the, that was the very first thing I said. Wow, all of the racks are white. They are crazy. And that was the first time they did white racks. Really? All the other fish galleries are not like that. Um, maybe they'll change later. Uh, matter of fact, they just got a new store. The uh, Fish Gallery Boutique. Okay. It's in Dallas as well. Um, so... I just think it takes a tremendous set of balls to do that, <laughs> uh, to do what you've done. And the, here's the thing. We all have lives. You, you're a very busy guy. You're traveling all over the world. You have a young son. You, 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 you got a lot going on in your life, <laughs> as do I. And I, I just can't imagine the amount of, like, just the work involved to keep something that's white looking nice. If it's black... It hides a lot. <laughs> and so I'm not a lazy person, but I can be a lot more lazy than you when it comes to my aquariums because I don't have to worry about the white thing. But <laughs> then again, you know, look at the condition of the tank behind you, which we were going to take care of together, but we ran our mouths too much. If yeah, you look over okay. Jay's shoulder, for those that are watching on video, I've got, uh, is it 20 boxes from Caribsea? Uh, for the substrate for that tank, which I'm super excited about. We also got the substrate for Lisa's tank sitting over there. So lots of cool things. Can I happening. plug Carib C real quick? 
Of course you can. I, I, I love Carabsey. So the reason why I want to plug Carabsey is because I sent an email a long time ago, a long time ago. And this is before I ever worked inside the industry with a company. And I, and I asked how to get a specific sand, which I will credit myself for saying that I may, it would maybe have been a trend that black and white sand called Sahara. I got that in there. You can't see the white until I do a water change, but it's because the white settles down. If you use, used a lot too in there. So mm -hmm. I typically, and then I would add some more white on top of it, but they, they sent me some and I was like extremely grateful. I've never used another substrate, fresh or salt water ever again. And still to this day, I have an amazing relationship with Carib Sea. And it's, uh, that's all. It's just, they're, they're great people. Uh, I've got a very similar story. Uh, I used to have in my shop, uh, you saw it, not, not in person, but uh, my eight by two by two, 240. Yeah, I was never invited any other place but here, so. These are facts. I mean, it is facts. <laughs> you've ever, you've also never been told you can't come either. You're oh, one of the few. I told we, you you're one of the few yeah. that has an open invitation to come here oh, whenever he wants. Now you have my God. address, so I might regret saying that. But <laughs> I did an overhaul of that tank. It was in like 2013. It may have been, been before that, I, but I think it was 2013. And, uh, and I did the same thing. I reached out to, should we say his name or should we not? I don't no, know. No, I don't know if yeah. he's into that stuff. I don't know. It, it Respect may privacy for him. The, the representative that deals with us at, um, at Carabsey, amazing person, um, reached out. And uh, same thing. I was like, hey, I we'll got this. We'll call him the Kraken. That's a really good one. <laughs> it's really good to call him that. Uh, the audience doesn't know why. No. How Enjoy it on the head that is um and he was it was basically yeah what do you need yeah and this was i was a micro channel at the time i mean it, and so and social media then was not accepted the way it is now and so no. and i have never ever been into selling myself like i've had companies reach out to me and they're like would you be interested in us sending you this product? And I'm like, sure. And then they ask me like for like a resume. Kind of thing. <laughs> well, how many views do you get? And for I'm a like, fishnet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, you reached out to me. So that tells me you know something about me. I'm not going to sell myself to you. If you want me to be involved in this, send it. We'll see what happens. If you don't, I'm not going to sell myself to you because it's all right there. You know, if you want to know about me, KG Tropicals, search that on YouTube. Um, but back then you had to, you had to sell yourself because if you didn't, you know, people would be like, why in the world would I send you something like for nothing? What? And to get them to understand the concept of I'm going to make a video, hopefully at the time, thousands of people are going to see it and you'll get exposure. That's how I got Northfin. Really? I wanted to compare it to another food that I had been buying and I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't get it. You want to say what that other food was? New Life Spectrum. Okay. It's, I mean, it's, it's a widely popular food. If you wanted a food that compares to them, you should have gone extreme. But anyway, go ahead. Well, extreme wasn't in the market the way it was at the time, guy. That's very true. You're um, 
I mean, I'm good. I mean, I won't. I'm not. Yeah, it was it was weird. I was using New Life Spectrum, and also I don't. I'm sure the company is still around. It was called Your Fish Stuff. Sounds familiar. Dude, he had some really cool spirulina fl- uh, balls that were cool. They were like soft. Anyways, uh, I tried a bunch of different food. And I always kept going back to the New Life Spectrum. And then I was messing around on the internet. And there was a Canadian that was talking about how clean this food was. Northfin. And I'm like, I think I'm pretty good on the internet searching. Couldn't find it. No chance. So I reached out to the company on a limb, said, I'd like to buy some. I am going to compare it to another food on my YouTube channel because I am stupid. (laughs) No, and it was, um, and before this, really what my channel was about was I liked getting products and then testing them out for a video, giving them away, and then donating a lot of money to charities. Uh, I've done video, so you can always go back and look at that, but that's kind of what I enjoy doing on YouTube. And then Northfin sent me this food, but he was like, I want to know. Truth, here is what we do with our foods, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I did it, and there is a gap where I was testing it, and hot diggity dog. I then said, and I don't remember exactly, I'm paraphrasing, like, well, how am I going to get this over and over again? It is that much better than what I was using. How do I get this? And it, it, was, it was a different time, like you said. He responded back and said, well, you could buy it from here um, or you could figure out other ways. And at the time, I was trying to have a child. Couldn't do it naturally, so needed a lot of money and was like, Hey, maybe people would buy the food if it is, I believe it's this good. So maybe they would buy it. And that's how Northfin USA that I started was born. And I never used another dang pelleted food (laughs) ever again, except when I got a saltwater tank where I was using these TDO pellets from reef nutrition turned out to be really good. But you can go in my fish room right now. I have a big old white bucket and I mix a bunch of foods together for myself to get exactly what my fish will get a good nutrition out of. So yeah, I'm, Northfin is kind of, it would have never happened today. If I was to reach out to a company like that, they'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, but the, I don't know that that's true though. You, you wouldn't have to sell the concept is what I'm trying to say. Like, I, I don't like reaching out to people unless I know them. Uh, I happen to know a representative of the brand, Kessel. In fact, so do I. You may know her too. I'm not sure. But uh, I and setting up Lisa's tank and I'm like, I reached out to this person that I know. No, you reached out to me first. Let's be factual. It's Jay's wife. <laughs> And I said, hey, you know, I got this this project going on for Lisa. Uh, you know, is it something that you'd want to be involved with? Now, I, I know her, and, and so there was no sale involved there. But had we not known each other. You would have never. I would have had to have said, I have 478,000 subscribers. My channel gets a million views a month, blah, 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 you know. 
and then I'd have to sell the con or, or sell my numbers to that person. But back in the day, I had to explain the whole concept. It's like, you're getting free advertising from this. And, but people back then didn't understand it. I, I remember 2015. So we're not talking about terribly long ago. I remember going to the aquatic, aquatic experience in Chicago. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Uh, just the aquatic experience. Uh, yeah, well, that's a whole story in itself. But I drove to Chicago, which was really dumb. But anyway, drove there, met up with Joey, the king of DIY. He might have still been Waru Joey at the time. He was. He might have been. I don't know if he was D king of DIY yet. But anyway, Joey and I walked through that event and nobody knew who we were nobody now is very different especially him not for me i just walked through well <laughs> i mean <laughs> you're not giving yourself the credit that i think you deserve but but back then i i don't i don't want to call anybody out but this guy was super rude Joey and I approached this, this place, not asking for anything for free, not ask. It wasn't anything like that. In, in, in fact, it was a club, not a nightclub. It was a fish club, <laughs> nothing like that. It was a fish club. And Joey made the comment of something like, you know, Hey, I'd love to promote that for you. And the guy was like, well, who the hell are you? Yeah. You know, whereas now, People would walk up, Joey could walk up to somebody like that and they'd be like, oh my God, it's Joey. Can you please do this? In his defense, he's always loved the clubs. He's always oh, been yeah. a supporter of the 100%, clubs. 100%. Yeah, he definitely has. And, you know, this person doesn't know what they missed out on. Well, and I, it's, I guess that's a great like way to look at it, especially for those that aren't necessarily in the industry. They don't have a YouTube channel, so they're just watching or whatever. But there is a, a, a fundamental misunderstanding of how to leverage an influencer, so to speak. I don't actually don't like that word. Leverage is, is, is a no, little harsh. No, leverage. I, like, don't lever like, I don't, don't like influencer. influencer. Okay. I don't. Um, but let's say, will you, I'm going to use you because I don't want to talk about Joey without his consent. That's fine. So if I'm a club, right, and I have a fish club and I've got my members, I want to grow, right? For many different reasons. I could provide those members with more benefits. We could do more things. We can make it more entertaining. And then ultimately it makes for not only a better community, but maybe even better lives for some people because they get to get out and do stuff. Absolutely. So to leverage relationships in a non like, what the hell do you think you could do for me? <laughs> it's like, First of all, you're not doing anything for me, but we can together, we can work on something. And that's a big, huge misunderstanding. So if any clubs ever watch that, rethink how you <laughs> approach that. The old school mentality, this is kind of passion if you can't tell, this old school thought process of, I bred 32 different species, so <laughs> beat that. Yeah, I, and I, I think that's amazing. And you've pioneered some great things for us in the XYZ. But at the end of the day, you're old. 
It's true. Things are changing and that's okay. But you have to embrace that where if you don't want this amazing idea that started, do you know where the first ACA convention was? Oklahoma. I'll save you the thought because you would have never known. I would have never known. 1970 something. Never came back to Oklahoma. The ACA has a ton of potential. It's an old school mentality. As a matter of fact, uh, there was a gentleman who passed away that was working on changing some of those things. I actually got to sit down with him and he was asking me questions because I was working closer with Aquashella and understanding kind of what people want to do when they go to a, you know, a, a convention or a show. It's just a lost thing, man, when it comes to those clubs. Sorry, that was like a, a tirade. No, fix I, it. I, I completely understand what you're saying. And I've, I, I've experienced, how do I say this? Just like you, I'm sure, I get invited to a lot of clubs. And I, and I turn them down, not because I don't want to be involved, but because, you know, I've kind of had my fix of doing talks and I'm, it's kind of stressful and it kind of ruins the day for me. I, I, I'm kind of trying to get away from doing talks. Sorry, Aquashella. I haven't told you that, but uh, Aquashella, I'd probably still do it for. But, but the thing is, if I'm going to do a talk at Aquashella, they used to always put me on on Sundays and their rationale. I'm not saying this. This is what Aquashella would tell me, would say. You are a name because of social media. You are a name that will draw. Sundays are typically slower. So our hope is if we put you on Sundays, it will draw more people to the show on Sundays. Okay. You don't need to boost my ego even more than that. But then I started telling them, listen, I want to do it uh, Saturday. And the reason why is because my whole weekend would be consumed by doing that talk. (laughs) The whole day on Saturday, I was never all in hmm? because I'm worried and I'm not afraid to talk in front of people. I talk in front of people for a living. If I'm you're not, not nervous is a problem. Yeah. I'm nervous that I'm not going to do a good job. Yeah. And so it would, I would have this anxiety this whole, the whole weekend. And then I would do my talk at three o'clock on Sunday and then it's four o'clock and I'm like, what a huge weight has been lifted. And now the show's over. Yeah. You can't so enjoy I it. Never got the chance to enjoy myself. So I started asking them, can I do it on Saturdays? They agreed, and and that's great. But it's still up until that point, it's a it's a burden in my brain. I love doing it, but I just don't love what it does to the rest of the weekend for me. Do you remember before we started talking about this? I said that somebody had asked me if I enjoyed traveling, or maybe it was caught live. I don't know, but either way, I don't remember. Yeah, somebody but- asked me if I love traveling and I love that life, and the answer is. I do love what I do, but I do it differently now. So the same way you said, you know, I get tired because emotionally, mentally, I'm spent thinking about this the whole time. Yep. This is where I talked about going and doing with intent. So instead of me saying, like, I've done, I haven't done as many talks as you. Um, I got to do my first international talk in the UK. It was the first time I've ever done a specific talk. And I wanted to do it outside of a comfort zone because I was talking outside of my comfort zone. It was a more intimate, personal type talk. It wasn't just about fish tanks. It was about what they've done for me. And um, I've done talks on bacteria. And what I can say is 
at the end of the day, looking back, I have to know, did this provide them with something? Did it provide me with something? And then if there's another entity, like if I'm going on behalf of Asiche, it has to provide them something. Sure. Because if not, all of that effort, all of that work, this is not rude. It's not worth it mm -hmm. for anybody. Right. It's just not because the people that are coming to see you talk, I don't know if they really want to pay attention to what you're talking about or if they really just want it to be there for you. So the impact that you're having on somebody, this is with anything. To me, far outweighs what you're going to say. And if you're not all in. Right. It's not uh, it's not worth it. Yeah. And I mean, I I started that whole thing off. I, I didn't mean to go on the tangent that I went on, but I started it off by talking about how all these clubs have invited me. Like when I when I go to Aquashellas, it's inevitable. It happens. I'm there and there's like four or five people that come up to me, um, including people that we we both mutually know. They're like, hey, I'd love to get you to my club yeah. to just do the same talk you just did. That'd be great. And I've been having to tell them all no, because I, I just don't want to. It's too stressful for me. And I went to uh, the, the only place that has never asked me to do a talk is the club that I'm actually a member of. And I love that. I love that because Lisa and I go, I've only been to one meeting because we, <gasps> what was that? A door. Yeah, there was a big crash and I don't know what that was. Is there a back door? Uh, there, well, it's the front door, but uh, it it's no, it's locked. Lisa's not here yet. She's about 15 minutes away. Should I check while you're still talking or should I talk and you check? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's going to be fine. Carl knocked something over. That's what happens all the Damn time. Damn it, Carl. Carl. Yeah, look at him walking out here. He's like, ha, ha, I did that and there's nothing you can do about it. Cats. Anyway, when Lisa and I go to those uh, club meetings, it's not John and Lisa from KG Tropicals. It's just two people that are at the club like everybody else. And I love that. I love that about it. Uh, I love the fact that they've never asked me to do a talk. I don't believe I could bring any value to that club because what I like to do when I do talks is completely different than what most people are doing. It's and actually I, the same style as I use. I, I don't want to get up there and lecture. In fact, you were a part of one of my talks that I did. The very first one that I ever did. I, it was, the title was The Religion of Fishkeeping. How fishkeeping can impact people's lives. You're somebody we haven't gotten into it in this conversation. You're somebody whose life was dramatically impacted by yeah. fishkeeping. And I talked about that with your permission. Yeah. And you sent me some amazing photos and stuff to use. Um, that's the kind of stuff I like to use because I don't. I don't think people go, and this is different for local clubs. No, it shouldn't be. <laughs> but I don't think people go to Aquashella to get a lecture. They go to Aquashella to celebrate the hobby. Yeah. I was wrong when I said 15 minutes. She's pulling into the driveway right now. <laughs> I knew it. But, and she just drove right by. I didn't know she drived a she? Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> Told you I've always wanted one. <laughs> She drives I'm, a Nissan. I'm, He's I'm, full of it. I, yeah, I am full of it. But anyway, I, I so you don't like talks that go. In uh, 19, 1976, no. I started breeding a specialized catfish. I like those talks at club meetings. 
I don't like those talks at Aquashella. Okay, touche. We went to a club. It's the only one I've been to because I'm a bad person, but I work on Thursday nights, but and that's when they have their meetings. I went to one, and there was a guy that was up there talking about breeding Corydoras. Oh, I was really close. To you were very close. <laughs> and this was a guy that started fish keeping in the 70s, and he's old school. I loved every minute of his talk. I have no interest, zero interest in breeding Corydoras, but I loved listening to that guy. And I enjoyed myself so much. That's what is needed at an aquarium club is those kind of, dare I say, lectures. That's what you want at an aquarium club. I believe Aquashella is a celebration of this hobby. No, you're, I mean, uh, I agree. I'm cutting you off. I'm sorry. But that's fine. I agree with you. There is a disconnect though at like saltwater shows. Look, Pioneers, I'm not taking anything away from anybody. But if you're bringing the same person to the same show 700 times to talk about the same thing, right. you've got to flip the script a little bit. Get that person's granddaughter or grandson in there to talk about it instead. Because it is not, it, what is it doing? Right. You're going to use a name. I get it. You're trying to draw. But at the same time, why can't there be more collaborations in a talk? Why can't, you know, like, why can't we go in and you and I, I'm just making this up. You and I go and talk. We can give a lecture, but not a lecture, so to speak, because I don't think lecturing is good. I don't want anybody to tell me how to do something that I'm not looking for help to do. Right. But if I showed up for that, like how to breed corridors, man, a lot has changed since the 70s. Sure. A lot. So... I just think that there, we lie on our laurels. What worked 20 years ago doesn't necessarily work today. It doesn't. And when I'm talking, and I'm talking about like growth in, in a club or a convention or a show, some fish keeping techniques, still the same. For instance, I believe why water changes were done so much back in the day and why it carried over is the same reason on the back of a package of fish food, it says feed two to three times a day as much as you can until you don't see it anymore, <laughs> right? Like we didn't know pH, we didn't know it was unstable, it fluctuated, but boom, they put the same water source back in and oh magic, it's back to the same thing, yep. right? So then it was like, you gotta do that over and over again or cichlids, they, those labs are herbivores. Oh yeah? Because last time I checked in Lake Malawi, Right. They do eat some snails and stuff. That's not herbivore. That's right. So, and it was bloat that the issue was, right? Malawi bloat. Oh, so, yeah. I, dude, it's, things have changed. Bloat happened because that's all we were feeding them, and it just wasn't right. a normal diet. So, I don't know. Sorry. Soapbox gone. Oh, that's fine. That's, that's what this podcast is Soapbox for. Soapbox gone. Just going off the rails. But you know what? Um, it is dinner time. Yeah, dude. What's crazy is. Sitting here talking with you, I could probably talk for like three more hours, which is insane. I, I definitely agree. And we have, we talked for three hours prior to this. Yeah, we did. We, we will did. probably talk for three hours after, but, um, but no, it, it has been an absolute blast. However, uh, Lisa has just pulled into the driveway and we're going to all go out to get dinner. It's so, literally Lisa's fault that we have to end this. It, it, well, I like to blame everything on Lisa if I can. <laughs> I rarely can. I rarely can. But no, she's been gone for three days. And so I'm excited to see her. And uh, we're going to go out to dinner. So that makes it better, too. But uh, so to wrap this up, I have had 
a lot of fun. This is another one of those scenarios like I had last week with Mark. I was nervous going in, not because I'm nervous talking to you. Why would I be nervous talking to you? But like, okay, how's this going to turn out? What are we going to talk about? But this has been a blast. No, it's fun. It's been it's I do been like a good this time. stuff. Uh, I, you know, I have fun talking with Lisa on here, but, you know, we can start a second podcast and you can come here every week and we can do this. Dude, I don't think the public's ready for that. <laughs> and on the topic of uh, collaborative talks, we should talk about that for Aquashella. Okay. Me and you up on stage. That'd be fun. The most fun I've ever had doing a talk was with Jake Adams. Yeah, dude, he's... Yeah, and he I would have told you that on October 11th, as much as I... Uh, the day before he yeah, passed. But I get it. Uh, it has nothing to do with what happened to Jake. I, I loved that. It was so much fun. And I I was telling one of the organizers at Aquashella, if I'm going to do a talk in Daytona, I, I'm going to need to do something different. And maybe that's what it is. Me, me and you getting up there and we can put some boxing gloves on or something and maybe fight a little bit. I don't think you're ready for the smoke, bro. Is that what they say? No cap. <laughs> Is that a thing? Sure. Should I say it right? That's what the young Dude, people if like If I you said say. it right, please let me know in the comments. <laughs> I didn't even know what cap meant until like a week ago. You know what my son says at six, year, six years old? He jumped off of a waterfall and I went, did you just say? He goes, I yeeted myself. <laughs> what is wrong? There's something wrong in the world They're not world even human today. anymore, these kids. <laughs> they're just not, they're not human anymore. But anyway, uh, we do need to, to wrap this thing up. I want to do something that'll be fun. Normally, you know, I'm not going to fool myself into thinking you watch all of my podcasts. I don't. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm a smart person. What I like to do at the end, because I, I just go and go and go and go and go. Instead, I hand it off to Lisa and I say, it's your job to close this thing out and say goodbye and everything. So she's not here. So I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to have you say whatever you want to say, whatever contact information you want is tell people how to get into hold of you and all that. If they want, if you want, and then uh, you can wrap this up. Well, we're going to have the microphone in front of me. Oh God. This is a lazy way out, but seriously, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a blast. And if you folks find it in yourself to look at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, threads, TikTok, all of that, you can look for CJ. But more importantly, this is more about what KG Tropicals and KeepFishKeeping.com does. So when you're thinking of your fish food, you're thinking of your supplies, or you just need some information and some entertainment, go to the YouTube channel, check out the other social media pieces, and go to KeepFishKeeping.com to get what you need. And on that note, as I always end a video for CJ, follow the whale. No, you don't. Oh, you want me to do on the your YouTube channel. That's the whole reason why I wanted you to do it. You have a very specific way of signing off. You know what's next. <laughs>